Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. Hey, my, hey, I'm going to tell you, my, my stuff was wind-aided. <laughs> hey, you know how that, you know like when you break a world record, if the wind is up too high, then they say it's wind-aided, uh-huh. right? That would have probably been mine. That would probably be mine. I never ran the 100 because I didn't have to. I was timed in the 40, and that's all I was going to run. So in baseball, they wouldn't know how. So you never, you never ran track? Yeah, I did. Like so I what, knew, what events did you do? So I was a sprinter and a long jump. So you never ran the 100? I ran 100. Sprint, I, what, I, what sprints did you when, do? When I, got to, when, I, when I got to high school. So I was an AAA junior, junior nationals. So I would run the hundred. I would run back then. You're you're running. It's elevated in increments. But I was a jumper first. Okay. I, I would get on relays. Yeah, just because to... I was fast. Right. Like I was just there, and they always put me in the, in the opening leg just to get yeah. it started. So that yeah. So that's where you got the name the party starter then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I see. First out the... everything that you do, you first out the locker first room, out... <laughs> spatted up, eighteen towels, headband on. All right, I got you. We got a question from Mike. White shoes. Who's White Mike? Shoes. Mike. Nice Mike. Mike is on. Mikey. Mike is on. Mike. The Mikey. Honda what's up? <laughs> hey, not much. Hey, Jay. I got a question oh, for man, you. Here we go. I always find it interesting. Like I talked to Dominic Rayola's dad in Hawaii yep. about his recruitment. It was kind of interesting. What about yours? Like, were you thinking about going to other schools? Did Minnesota come pretty hard after you? And what convinced you to go to Nebraska? Just kind of curious what your story was. So did did you know this, Mr. Mike, that uh, Dominic Riola's dad and my dad were roommates at time at a at a point in time in the University of Miami. They broke the uh, they broke the color barrier down there in 1968. My grandfather said he didn't sleep for a week driving him down there. No joke. Well, it was funny when I was in Hawaii. I had this Husker bag on. Yeah, and this. Big Hawaiian guy comes up and says, well, how's your team going to do this year? So I give him my spew, and I don't know what hit me. I go, you're not Dominic Grillo's dad by any chance, are you? And he said, yep. He yeah. was sending his son off to go to Wisconsin for a, a oh, camp. Yeah. I think he yeah, you end up, end yeah, up going yeah, there. Up but, there for uh, he, he says Tom Osborne flew in there on the red. I got there in the morning, spent the day with with Don, or, or with uh, Dominic. Yeah. And flew back that evening, and mm-hmm. Dominic says, it's done. I'm going to Nebraska. And his dad says, well, you still got to go to USC, all these places. He said, nah, it's over. I'm going to Nebraska. Hey, when when T.O., when uh, T.O.'s the closer, man, I mean, yeah, he knows how to he knows how to seal the deal. He, he sealed Chuck Foreman uh, hook, line, and sinker. He knew everything about my dad, knew everything about our upbringing. And we were a Miami household. Everybody went to Miami. My uncles, well, went, my oldest uncle went to Cincinnati. Um, and then all my other, obviously my dad and my other two uncles went to Miami along with, you know, family, friends. And st- Back then you had unlimited scholarships and probably unlimited envelopes they used to get, give guys. But I was all thinking I was going to go to Miami. But, uh, you know, Minnesota didn't recruit me um, at all. And back then they were wow. they were garbage. So that would probably be the equivalent of probably Kansas, you know, in the Big Twelve. You know, they were really bad. And so they had signed or they just got Jim Wacker 
and they were coming up there. He just uh, maybe came from TCU. So was that was that so that's bef- that's before Ricky Foggy. No, that's after Ricky Foggy. Come after on, play. Foggy. Yeah, I watched Ricky Foggy. Ricky Foggy was a dude. That was yeah. Lou Holtz and them. Then yeah. Lou Holtz left after like two years. They said they hate Lou Holtz up there. Oh, because he then he went to Notre Dame and won and won. <laughs> um, and and then well, since Mike Mike hung up, he said he got tired of that. Well, anyways, uh, Minnesota didn't recruit me, and so the, the, here's how Nebraska found me. So I like when I was. My dad was like, man, you don't need to go to none of these camps, man, because I was playing AU basketball. So he was like, look, man, as long as you keep balling, it'll happen. Nobody was really coming to Minnesota to recruit guys. Um, so Lane Kiffin – so we Bloomington Jefferson was our rival then. They had Lane Kiffin. Yes, the Lane Kiffin. Me and Lane grew up together. A guy named Dave Watson, another guy named Lloyd Lee. They had three Division One Power Five guys. So they were getting all the looks, and uh, uh, Nebraska – in Michigan State, which at that time, um, the Nick Saban was the head coach. Gary Barnett, Northwestern, were all at this game that we were playing. So I I come in there. I'm like, hey, coach, you, hey, look, man, they here to see me. He was like, nah, player. He's like, they need to see them. And it was like their homecoming. And so it was the first game because um, our quarterback got hurt. I got to play both ways. So I got to play safety and running back. And, uh, you know, I mean – you know, I, you know, I did my thing. Obviously, I went. I think I, Dave, me and Dave Watson are great friends. You know what I mean. But I had I put him to sleep, put him dead to sleep. Got Lloyd Lee, had a couple picks. You know, like a you know 180 yards rushing. Next thing you know, Dan Young and Coach Osborne. They, Dan Young used to rest in peace. He used to call me every Monday, 6:03 p.m. on the dot. He'd be like, hey, Jay, how are you doing? I'd be like, all right, coach. He's like, how many yards you rush for? And I'd tell him. He's like, good, good. He's like, you know, then he, that would be it. And, you know, he was just making his call. And I have no idea and have no thought of using you at running back. Well, then, so then, you know, then I'm like, all right, cool. Then so, you know, Nick Saban come to the crib. You know, he had my dad eating out of – I mean, Nick Saban's smooth, though. And he all business when he get there, though. It's no – you know, he had a little coffee – Sat down, pleasantries, get to it. This is what I want to do with you. I liked it. I liked Michigan State a lot, and I liked uh, Nick Saban a lot as well. But my dad was like, look, bro, Eastlands is not for you, okay? Just trust me. I'm Thank, thinking like thanks, Ma- Dad. I'm thinking like Magic Johnson. I'm thinking like it's Michigan. It's going to be cool. He was like, oh, no. Nah. Outside of that campus, that place is hood. So my dad was like, no, nah, that's probably not going to go there. And he's like, plus – he felt like Nick Saban was going to be gone because he was, you know, hot, hot coach. Anything. And then uh, here's a funny story. So Gary Barnett came in, and I like Northwestern. And just because it was Chicago, it was close. Uh, felt like I could go in and start early. And so I was like, look, man, I'm a decent student. You know, I think I got like, you know, 24 on the ACT, 22. And I had like a three-point-something. And, you know, decent, you know. And I was like. Hey, man, I like your school because, you know, I had the black uniforms and all that. I said, well, how are you going to get me in? Straight up, coach. Like, how are you going to get me in? Because I'm not the most – I do not like school. I dealt with schools and necessary evil. He said, listen here. He looked me dead in my face. He said, if you commit to come to Northwestern, I can promise you you getting in, right? <laughs> Chuck Foreman, right? This is funny, right? So I sat back. I'm like, cool. You know, they got they going. They went to the Rose Bowl. 
My dad stood up and was like, yeah, you're going to get him in, but how are you going to keep him in? And that's not how he said it, right? But he kind of diffused that, right? So then Coach Osborne was coming next. You know what I'm saying? And Coach Osborne, so they must have passed each other. And we had a big snowstorm because they were, they were on their way to play Florida State. So Coach Osborne came in. He knew everything about my grandfather, you know, playing in the Negro Leagues. He knew everything about my dad, everything, you know. And I didn't – he just pretty much – sold my dad the whole time then i mean he kind of you know he talked to me a little bit and the only thing he 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 promised me he's like big thing for me if, if i ever played an all-star game if i got hurt would you honor my scholarship because i'd heard about guys getting their scholarship pulled he's like once you make a commitment you're i'm making a commitment to you for five years he's like one of the few schools that do it and that was it so the next day gary barnett calls up well, hey coach what's up you know or next week or whatever he's like look be honest he's like we passed coach osborne do we still got a chance? And just out of respect for him, because I was supposed to go down on an official visit, I was like, nah. And then uh, came down here on a visit, and after a basketball game, my grandma made me wear like a red, like a some black slacks, you know, shoes, Sunday outfit, white shirt, black tie, and a red like cashmere, bootleg cashmere from like Sears back home in D.C. and a jacket. Man, I was the only one that wasn't in like sweatpants, and I told my dad I called him, you know, because he always he always said, "Look, keep you know a dollar worth of quarters in there, you know, because you dollar call long distance." So I ain't never doing this again. So I came down, had a good visit. So then he was like, "Look, you don't." He's like, "You don't commit until you get back and talk." And I told him, I said, "I liked it, man, and it wasn't too far. You know, I don't want to be too far from home." Um, even though I wanted to go to Miami, but they just had went on probation for giving too much money on Pell Grants. So then I was like, my dad couldn't afford to go maybe one game a year. And I probably, he knew once I, if I got down to South Beach, my, my tenure at Miami would have been like six months. This is, you know, so then Coach Brown came. He was on a layover going to see Kitty Cheatham. And I just committed right then. I said, look, man, let's just, you know. I mean, this is where I wanted to go. So you're saying you weren't worried about the academics, the academic workload here at University of Nebraska? Is that what you're telling me? Well, Northwest. I mean, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> Come on, man, don't don't be up here getting me in trouble. You gonna have Dennis LeBlanc and then waiting for me. You know, but, it, but I'm gonna tell you, look, I liked it because it came down really to Michigan State, Nebraska, Iowa, Michigan State, Nebraska, Iowa, Miami. You know what I mean? Um, and that was it. In Why the, Iowa? Well, because it was close, and they had hmm. just put like six million or something into their business school. And one of the kids I played AAU basketball with, his dad had went to Iowa, so I kind of always grew up. And then they they were you know, I liked the coach. They had Coach Triplett, and it was me, Tim Dwight, Eric Thig Thigpen on our recruiting trip. They had kind of did all this, and I was like, man, I like this. I was like, I was watching some of these dudes play. I was like, I was sitting back. I was like, oh yeah. But they didn't have a quarterback though. Oh, no, they was, but they were those schools were the only few schools that didn't really say you you're only looking at you as a running back. They saw me play three games in defense, and I was looking at them DBs. I was like, oh yeah, so oh, I was like, oh, I'm coming in, housing stuff, and then they pulled this thing like right when I was actually about to break the rule and commit. They were like, since your ACT is so high, you got to come in early and take some college courses for without getting college credits i was like what like my summer gone before i go to college it was then because it was too high compared to my gpa 
Oh, in that's class rank. So it was it was Iowa and USC that did it at the time, right? And I was like, I need my last, you know, last you know last summer. And what they really want me to do is get get me down there and get in the program. But I wasn't. They, they I guess they couldn't tell me that because you know the rules were different. We didn't have cell phones, and they only could call you every so often. And I'm like. All right, cool. So it kind of was like I was still thinking about doing it. Well, you know what sealed the deal? Coach Osborne came to my house. Hayden Fry didn't. And my dad was like, he's on the way to try to win his first national championship. Hayden Fry was four and eight, did not even go into a bowl game. And I had, and, and, but I'd like the assistant coach, you know, just as good as, but that was it. That show up is important. Yeah. That show up is, that's good stuff, Jay Foreman. We'll, yeah. we'll throw it a break. We'll come back. Um, I do want to, Visit some of that that you just talked about. What? Defensive back. I keep. Uh, I have to remember. Oh, let me tell you something. No, 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 no. Ho- 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 lucky ho- I ain't played. Ho- hold that. Th- you just murder row up just, in here. Hold on. It'd be murder school, row up in here, Nick. Old school. Ninety-three-seven. The ticket. We'll have more of that when we get back. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old school with DP and J on ninety-three-seven. The ticket and the ticketfm.com.